Welcome to Blue Eyes and Lady Redhead, where we'll be diving into the thoughts and humour of the mysteries of life, our spontaneous views on mental and physical health, and everything else in between. Welcome to Blue Eyes and Lady Redhead, guys. Welcome back, guys. Yes, we're back again. What episode is this now? Episode 221, <laughs> I believe. What episode are we on? Is it three? No, four. Four? We're, we're, yes. We're doing well. We are doing well. We're sticking to our schedule like we said we would, yes. which we're very proud of ourselves. Consistency gets us our results, Georgia. Exactly. Should we talk a little bit about what we've been up to the last few days and yes, life? And then we'll life, get stuck yeah. into our... Topic. Yes, um, we're approaching towards the end of the year. We are. Yes. Which is bloody crazy. I know. Well, how quick did it go? How did we get here? I don't know. Is it you blink? You I breathe. actually think this has been the fastest year yet. The year, it's yes. insane. It's it's again. If you if you blink quick enough, just the year goes by. And do you know what it is for me? I'm still not. Although I think this is my fourth or fifth Christmas in a hot country, mm. still doesn't feel right having Christmas out here. Walking around seeing Christmas trees in the heat, yeah, it's not right. And what's it like back home? It's so nice. It's that, do you know when you're watching like Christmas movies and mm. it's snowing and they're all walking oh, by the fire? Oh. It's like that now. Wow, I'm jealous. Now I want to go plane and travel away It's how you imagine Christmas to be. Okay. You know? Yeah. Or I don't know, like, is that how you guys imagine Christmas? Or is it like hot for you guys? Is that how Yeah, we, we visualize beer. Um, Lamb. Tell the guys about it, because for anyone English or wherever you're listening to this, what's an Aussie Christmas look like? Um, a Barbie, mm -hmm. meat on it, seafood. A... Seafood, that is interesting. I've learned that since being out here. I didn't know that before. Really? Is there a reason? Well, I mean, isn't the motto in Australia is putting shrimp on the Barbie? Did yeah, you guys but hear I, that? I did, but I didn't know that was like a Christmas Day thing. I don't know, maybe I'm being bloody, I don't you know. know why? I you know, know why? That. Because seafood has got a lot more expensive now. Oh, so it makes so more cheaper. Are scrapping the seafood, yeah, are they? Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 <laughs> prices are going up and uh, no more prawns and no more lobster Yeah, anymore. no, it's great. I think I've spent every Christmas out here on the beach. So slight change to a Christmas back at home. Yeah. So we're approaching the new year. We're approaching Christmas. I'm actually off to Bali for two weeks. Amazing. Soon, so I'm very excited about that. So we'll probably put a little hold on the podcast yes. for a couple weeks over Christmas. Yes, we'll be returning after when George comes back. Yes, but we've still got a few more to go before yeah. then. Um, I mean, I don't know about you, but I've been setting myself some goals, making sure I can still hit some of the ones I had for this year. Yeah. Um, what else? Should I tell them about the bloody fire? Yes. Shall we go into that George, a little it's, bit? It's an amazing story. I'm, I'm happy you survived. I'm happy I survived. So, um, a lot of people close to me will know I've had some crazy things happen recently. Noel has an interesting um, opinion on it. You think the universe is trying to tell me something. Well, actually, you said you think a bloody dark shadow is attached to me. You will, so, yeah, we'll go for that episode great. another, another time. day. Yes. But anyway, I'll try and tell the story quite quickly so that we can get on to our topic, mm. but I must tell them because I still can't believe that happened. So I went up to Kuji um, on the weekend and I like to lay on the sand, but on the weekends it's very busy. So I go up to the rocks where it's a little bit quieter. Um, and I love it there. I was like the only one there. I think there was like two or three other people on the rocks behind me. 
So I'm laying sunbathing on my back, got my AirPods in, just like listening to some music, having a little snooze, it's like a really hot day. And I'm facing the sky, so I can't see anything around me. Now, for about 20 minutes, I start smelling this smell of smoke mm. and it's getting stronger and stronger. But not for a second did I think there would be a fire burning beneath me. <laughs> you know? Just... Georgia was the equivalent of getting cooked on a stove. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> the heat was under. I wish, I wish I had a picture from a distance of this because I'm legit laying on a rock. There's rocks underneath me and there is a fire burning on the rock underneath me. But for 20 minutes, I'm smelling this smell. Um... And obviously, I, I know it might sound silly now knowing what we know, but I didn't think there was actually a fire, so I didn't look up at any point. Mm. I just thought maybe someone was having a barbecue or something. Yeah. Um, anyway, after about 20 minutes, something triggered me to look up. I look around towards the sea where normally you can look out to the ocean and the beaches. There's just this cloud of thick black smoke, and I'm like, Jesus Christ. I grab I like panicked because obviously I didn't know what was going on I just like grabbed all of my stuff legged it like as far away as I could whilst this thing of smoke is just like exploding mm. um they managed the fire um engine came they managed to get it out really quickly but apparently there was a chair underneath me that I caught on fire and that's what had been burning that whole time yeah but what's the the chances and the probability of that happening. Exactly. So you were saying, Georgia, that I see the big picture of things. Yes. You know, not, I'm not saying that everything that happens in your life has meaning behind it, but there comes to a certain point that you start seeing um, random occurrences that are not so random. And it's almost like there's a message trying to tell you that there's something happening, gonna happen. Yeah. Or it's a message that something in your life needs to change. Yeah. So they call it signs. And, it's, you know, it's been around for thousands of years. People were always looking for signs. And, you know, I, I didn't really believe in this stuff when I was younger. But then you start seeing these things happen on a, you know, weekly, monthly or yearly basis. Mm -hmm. And then you start saying, okay, these things, uh, this, this situation occurred. And it was all connected to these these signs yeah. that were happening. Now I don't know if it was a sign that maybe you're you're Let's soon see. to you're yeah, soon I to be cooked. Know. You're going to be on somebody's I table, you know? Yeah, or <laughs> you know <laughs> something else. Yeah, I mean, look. Um, let's just say, luckily, you know, it could have been a lot worse because there was legit fire burning underneath me. So it could have been a lot worse. I can look at it and see the funny side of it. Mm. But it just hit me. I was like. Oh my God, because obviously I'd mentioned in the last episode that something quite horrible had happened at home, yeah. like a freak accident. Yeah. Um, and then this happened, like, what was it, like um, five days after that accident back at home that mm. my sister's uh, fiance had been in. Yeah. And then this happens and I'm like, wow, like this is what people mean when they say life is so short yeah. because anything can happen at any moment and yeah, I mean, it did shake me up a little bit. Like I got home and I did, I had like ash over me. <laughs> like, so it wasn't nice. Like to the, I think to the fire guys, it wasn't that big a deal because they deal with massive fires, but it shook me up a bit because yeah. you do just think, wow, anything can happen at any time. As I said in the last episode, expect the unexpected. Yes. Yeah, so speaking of the unexpected, G, um, 
We're talking about last episode. <laughs> sorry, sorry, guys. Carry on. Masculine and feminine energy, right? Yeah. There's almost like a battle behind it, right? There's so many things that are connected to that polarity. Do you let's? Do you think we should talk about dating, right? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things that a woman and a man wants yeah. when it comes to matching each other's energies. Yeah. The first thing I can think about is what is it that a woman wants from a man when he tries to match her energy with his masculine energy? So what is it that a woman wants from a man? Yes. You're asking me? Yes. Okay, so we're flipping the switch. We are flipping the switch, yeah. We're changing it up. I mean, I'm, as we've said a few times, a little bit younger than you, so I don't have as much experience. Um, and I can only talk really from my personal experience. So if I were to say what I look for in a man, um, where should we start? Should we talk about... Well, let's start from... uh, Let's just start from the basics where you're standing in a place, okay? And a man is very interested in you and he, he walks up to you and he's... He's gonna put his best foot forward. He wants Ooh. to. He he wants to make a memory of himself to you. He, okay. So of all the men that you meet in the day who try yeah. to put their best foot so forward. So he's trying to show off to me. Yeah, he shows off. But is it something that you like when it when it comes to a man? Does he sh- showing off? Is that a good thing? A, a good um, factor? Uh like it depends. Um, when you say showing off, I think men do that in different ways okay. depending on their personality type. Mm-hmm. Now, personally. We'll talk from what I want. If I was standing in a place, whether it's a bar or, you know, like I'm sober, I'm waiting at the bus stop, whatever it is, and Mm. a guy comes over to me, um, I'll talk about how I would like them to approach, which has changed drastically since five years ago. So I'm sure it will change in another five years. But right in this moment in time, I just want simple. Like, I don't want someone coming up to me um, I mean, look, I, I do love a funny guy. I do like it when you can have a bit of banter and there's mm. a bit of humor there. Yeah. Um, but there's a real difference. Like when you see a guy approaching you and they're full of a bit arrogant, a bit too much confidence and they come over and they're trying really hard to crack like jokes Okay. or they're being like, um, how would I explain it? Like, they, they're trying hard to force a situation. Yeah, yeah, like it's not authentic. Yeah. Like they're trying so hard. They're thinking more about how they're coming across than how I'm going to perceive them mm. by what they're saying. Yeah. I don't like that. It's too much for me. It says more, I think, about their ego than what, like, and what they want from me. I personally prefer it when a guy will just walk up to me and ask me how my day was. So he's, he's asking about what's going on in your headspace yes. rather than what's going on in his headspace. Exactly. So he's trying to connect with me um, on a higher level. He's trying to find out how I am. Like he's thinking about me. He's intrigued by me. He wants yeah. to know more rather than thinking about how he's going to be coming across, thinking about himself. Yeah. I think that's what a lot of gals need to look at. I know nowadays it's like everyone wants a funny guy, like all the dating apps, like it's like you have to come up with the best dating line um, in order for the girl to respond. But if you really look at it, right from that first, like, hello, you can kind of get a picture of what someone's gonna be like. And from my experience, 
when they're trying to crack all these jokes mm. and trying a bit too hard, yeah. I think they're the guys that you want to watch out for sometimes. Okay. I need to tread carefully here. Yeah. So you're saying that because they're disingenuous with you, yes, that they're forcing it and they're not, they're not being the word uh, empathetic to you. Mm -hmm. They're not listening to you or feeling what yeah. kind of vibe you're trying to put out. They're trying yeah. to force their vibe on you. Yeah. Those type of guys long term are untrustworthy. Yes. Okay. Yes. You want a guy, from my experience, when a guy comes up and he's like, hey, like, how's your day going? It's because he's intrigued by you and he wants to get to know you more. Um, and that's only going to carry on. He's only going to carry on asking you more and more questions about yourself. Mm. And that, at the end of the day, is something that girls want. They want to feel like they're being listened to. Mm. They want to feel like they're being cared about and that someone wants to help them and know more about them. Yeah. You don't want to be stuck with someone long term who's just thinking about themselves mm. um, and their ego. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. And um, from my experiences, because um, I, you know, I've had, you know, girlfriends and um, even female friends who have told me the same thing. And I, I had to learn the hard way as well. Because if there's, you know, listeners right now, you were young men and want to, understand how to connect with a woman on mm -hmm. a, a stronger deeper level and perhaps then your relationship is going to be more stronger with her can you think of an example of where you've used the approach of trying too hard and trying to crack jokes and being someone that even you're necessarily not to get a girl's attention versus a time where you've just been authentic and you've just walked up with no real hidden agenda yeah can you tell me the difference and what worked for you well it's um when my intentions were to, I guess, court her, um, try to get a date from her because I found her very attractive, I had less uh, results in the process versus if I didn't, because I hear the same thing, right? Guys would say, oh, I got married or I got this girlfriend out of nowhere. It's the reason the word clicked in my head, the reason they say it came out of nowhere is because they weren't forcing it. When they were speaking to a woman, their intentions were not to court her, was just to talk to her as a human being. Thank you. And us gals, as we've spoke about before, we just seem to know things. We have those gut feelings. Our senses, I feel, are a lot higher. Yeah. So if someone's not being genuine with us, I feel like we feel that. Mm. And straight away, the alarms are raised and it doesn't sit right with us. Yeah. And that's why, leading back to what I was saying, I think the simple approach when someone's just asking how your day is or how you are, I think works better in the long run. Okay. I think the guys that crack the jokes, mm. you like them in the short term, mm. okay, it works well then, but they're the ones that normally you don't end up having a stable relationship with. Yeah. Um, I know that sounds like I'm really like generalizing, but that's just from my experience and from friends' experience as well. Yes, and and the same thing like what you said, it it connects as well. From from my experiences when I'm dating women, I had more more success when I was speaking and doing what you were saying. What what resonates with you, which is less talking and more listening when it yeah. comes to women. Yeah, because girls just want to feel like they're being listened to. Yes, understood. That's and the understood. Word. Yeah. yeah, like yeah. when we say stuff. 
we want you to really be listening and remember what we're saying so you can then come back to that on a later date and we're like wow like he really was listening to me yeah like when i went um on a day um a while back like the guy we would he would ask me questions and i would answer and then a little bit later on in the conversation he would come back to what i had previously said like mm. how i had answered his questions mm. and i was like wow like he's actually listening to me and remembering these things yeah. and to me that just showed like how much he genuinely cared yeah um this is um a lot of guys make this mistake and i yes. made the mistake in the past which is a lot of guys how going back to episode three about what goes on in the man, man's mind we think by taking a woman on a date paying for the date you know showing our, her off her uh, her our nice car you know how we dress our job and stuff it's very superficial stuff mm. you don't need to take her to a fancy restaurant or a fancy bar or you don't hate we call it flexing right we don't need to flex the simple stuff is just listen connect to her on a deeper level yeah. and it does wonders but anything else like that's very superficial way of approaching yeah. women and do you know why as well because we love thoughtful things mm. we love feeling like someone has took the time to think about something uh which is why personally for me and a lot of friends i know would love instead of going to some fancy restaurant i mean that's nice every now and again look I'm, everyone loves to do that every now and again yeah. well most people but just going down right to the beach getting a picnic blanket yeah and some food and yeah. just sitting there with like a glass of wine having yeah. some food like by the water something like that because it just shows the thought and time that has been put into that. Yeah. Like, you know, going out to the supermarket, buying all the little treats, getting the blanket, like just things that are a little bit more thoughtful. Yeah. We like to know that men have put in time for us. Yeah. And everything else, again, like you were saying, Georgia, is nice, a nice, you know, restaurant, um, a nice place. That's secondary to the main thing, yes. which is connecting and listening to yes. the woman. Yes. And I think because you asked me what I like in a man, this is going to be different for all ages. Because if you would have asked me when I was like 22, it was very different what I wanted. I wanted a proper like cheeky, chappy, like giving me that like rush of adrenaline, doing all these crazy things. Like that is what I wanted then. But now I'm 26. I know I'm still young, but I'm coming to an age where I want something more stable. Yeah. And that's why I'm personally looking out for these type of things. Yeah. So it depends what you want. Um, but right now in the time I am in my life, I want something more stable. So I'm not looking for that guy that's coming up and trying really hard to crack all these jokes, take me to all these fancy places because I know the majority of the time that's not sustainable mm. and that's only going to be a short term, short term thing. Yeah. And it's going to be possibly more of a lust thing. Mm. It's not a long time commitment between two people yeah and um you know there's probably young women listening and they're okay with that kind of dynamics exactly. which is just the last and they're having their fun yes, they don't want to fine. there's nothing wrong with that you no. know not committing to a guy or yes. you know enjoying um you know the fun stage and then moving yeah. on but there's also women do you think that are 26 and still stuck in it and they don't know better and your advice like your reflection can help them it's okay to change your mindset yes and there's more yes. to life than having a lustful relationship yes. a deep meaningful relationship with yes. the opposite sex yeah like 
definitely you got the nail on the head there because it's only in the last like two years I would say that I managed to drag myself out of that place mm. some girls want to be in that place um I mean look you could argue with that whether they want to be or they say they want to be I don't know but there was a time where all I really knew I'm gonna be honest was kind of like a toxic relationship mm. between me and a romantic partner um and I kind of thought that's how relationships looked, how it was always going to be for me. Yeah. I thought I liked that because like it would be that kind of relationship where there'd be like two days but everything was so good. Like you'd feel on like cloud nine, you'd get that rush of adrenaline. And then the next like five days would be awful. You'd be in tears because the guy said he was going to do something and he never did it yeah. and it was very much up and down and it was very toxic mm. sorry i don't know where my what happened She's to my voice, voice then i'm must getting be the, emotional must be black smoke <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> still stuck in my lungs wait <clears throat> sorry guys um yeah so going back to what i was saying and i thought i actually liked that because then no sorry no was making me laugh He's pulling a weird face at me. Yes. Show the camera. <laughs> He's like posing at me. Yes, this um, is my pr provocative face. Anyway, yes. if I'm a shrink, one really day. He's really taking notes in his head. Is that yes? What's going I'm actually on? You know, again like every episode. Georgia learns something from me, and I learn something from her because if you want, again, like I said, the best version of yourself, you need to refine the process. Learn from mistakes from other people. Yes. That's the best advice <laughs> yeah. I can sell you. And I really feel like um, I know there's still like lessons I can learn but I do feel like with me I've got to a point where when bad things happen I do learn from it and I try not to let that happen again yeah um, which makes life a lot nicer so yeah. I would encourage that anyway back to what I was saying um, I like thought I wanted that kind of relationship one because it's all I really knew I mean, I'm going to be honest, my sister and her partner, they've been together for 10 years and they have one of the nicest relationships I have ever seen. Like they've never been apart from each other. They have never even broke, done that like argument and broke up for a day. Like they've always, like even now it seems like they're in a honeymoon stage. So I always did look at that and I wanted that. But I just thought that would never happen to for me. But I realized that by thinking in that way, I was victimizing myself. Um, and feeling sorry for myself yeah and I thought I need to I just had the realization I was like I need to snap out of this because if it's happened for her why isn't it gonna happen for me yeah. like maybe instead of blaming these guys maybe I should look at myself and think well I'm also allowing this to happen correct yeah um, and I started to think more like that I started to think well hold on a minute like maybe part of this I am to blame and it wasn't until I had that realization that I opened up a new door and I allowed myself to start liking guys that I wouldn't of before who were a lot healthier for my mental health. Um, now, before I would have found these guys, let's say, boring um, because I wasn't getting that like rush of, do you know, like when like you're like shouting at each other and you're having like a full-on argument and then the next thing you like love each other again yeah. it wasn't like that anymore mm. and i was like whoa wait up like this doesn't feel right like this is weird um and then yeah the more i allowed myself to accept that and accept someone 
to be nice to me all the time and do things for me and help me, it wasn't till then I realised, okay, like maybe I can have a relationship like my sister has with her fiancé now. Um, and that's what, uh, one of the reasons why I want that now. I, I realise how much better that is for my mental health. Yeah, and did not see the, pro the parallels between what we were talking about earlier about men coming forward and trying to force something. It's the same thing when you're looking at getting a relationship comparing to your sister and your brother yeah. that you're trying to force it that you want a relationship that they have as well mm. and by forcing it mm -hmm. it only creates more further resentment into yourself you are you're saying why can't i get this is there something wrong with me but mm -hmm. there's nothing wrong with that in, instead of blaming other men or other people mm -hmm. you look within how do you fix it how do you get the best exactly. outcome from a situation exactly you just need to again think what you want because some when you're i feel like a lot of girls when you're in your late teenage years or your early 20s maybe it's good to experience something like that because they always say unless you experience something bad or toxic you don't really appreciate the better stuff mm. So I do think I've learned from all of that and I have become a better person um, from it all. Sorry, no, I'm doing my scattiness thing. Sorry, guys. What was the question you asked me? The question was about your wants and needs in and I And I took it to myself. Yes, to yes. But the thing is, you, you're, you, you got into your wants and your needs yeah. and you got more in depth, which is what your wants and needs were in the past yeah, and, and what it is now in the present and why change is a good thing that if you're not getting the right outcome, comparing your life with your sister's life and her partner yeah. and you wanted that and now you've shifted your mindset towards a more healthier mindset, yes. a more healthier relationship and we're changing the past for the better. Uh-huh, definitely. And it's about not seeing my sister for example in this really like amazing healthy relationship and me in this bloody shitty relationship yeah. let's be honest yeah. and feeling bitter about it mm. like there was not one stage where i felt bitter about it which i think helped me to move on and change for the better yeah. because instead of feeling bitter and angry that she had that and i didn't i adored that and i was like I'm gonna use this as motivation to find it for myself. And I think that's how I was able to snap out of that. Whereas a lot of people, I see it in my friends, become bitter to it. Yeah. And it just makes the cycle carry on and get worse. Mm. And they become nasty people. Sometimes it can get to that point. Yeah. So yeah, that's what I would say on that. Well, you know, going back to what we're talking about, about what a woman wants when a man does the approach, okay? So the man is sincere with his intent. The woman connects with him. They go out on a date. Yeah. He listens. What, what do you feel after the whole process has happened? He's listened to you. He's put his best foot forward. He's been sincere with you. What do you feel from that product? Um, being totally honest, all of those things make me feel, and I think a lot of girls, it makes you feel protected. Okay. Um, purely because it feels like this, so this guy, all right, like as people always say, actions speak louder than words. Mm. So he could be saying all of this bullshit, but if he's actually showing that he's listening, he's repeating back things that you've said to him, 
he's showing that he cares about you already yeah. because he's intrigued by you. He wants to know more from within. Yeah. He's not just wanting to look at you and get drunk with you and have sex with you. Like yeah. he's listening and he's showing that he's listening, yeah. which shows that he cares. There's an element of caring that already, yeah. um, which in return, makes a woman feel protected yeah which then makes a woman feel safe and going back to what we always talk about going back to how things started in the bloody tribe days and hunting you know that's what we want from man um, a lot of us girls want from a man we want them to protect us yeah. so that we feel safe well do, do you think that because that comes down to also provisions right man gives something a lot of guys think giving going back to dating which is paying giving money or stuff which is just an extra addition to being in a, a protector right mm -hmm. but being protected is that he's listening to her that he's reassuring he's reassuring her that he's he's putting his self into her her life yeah he's putting the work in yeah and through that process that she knows that he's invested in her yeah and she feels now protect protection from him she feels protected from him yeah. and and that as what reassurance and it makes you feel good because it's hitting on an emotional level you're connecting with that girl emotionally in today's world that's what a lot of us crave but a lot of us don't find it so when you find someone that you're um, connecting with them on an emotional le level above everything else, yeah. that's what's really something. And that's something that you can expand on even further. Um, that's my personal opinion. Mm -hmm. And I think once you get a glimpse of that and you know that you can have that happen for you, you'll never settle for anything below that. Yeah. Um, but as we said off um, the mic, um, Another side of it is us gals, we want to feel sexy. Yes. Like there is an element of attraction. I was talking about it as a toxic thing, but it can also be a good thing. Yeah. You want to feel like you're being appreciated looks wise as well. Yeah. I know that might sound shallow, but you do want to feel like your partner is attracted to you. Um, can you give a situation of where you're sexy and you're not being appreciated? Yeah, so let's say um, I'm going out on a date with my partner. I've just got all glammed up. I've done my hair, I've done my makeup, I've got a new outfit on, I've put in the time to look good for my partner. Mm. And I'm like feeling good. I'm like wanting to walk out and like stand in front of him. And you do that and your partner just like looks at you and looks away and just ignores the fact that you've just got yourself done up for her. Yeah. Like, if your gal is coming into you and she's just got herself glammed up for you, she wants you to tell her. She wants reassurance that she looks good. Especially in today's world where there are a lot of attractive people walking around and your guys looking at other gals as we spoke about in our other podcast. That's right. You know, men are visual creatures. They appreciate beauty. If you catch your man doing that on numerous occasions and you've just got yourself done up for a date with him and he's not even saying anything, alarm bells are ringing in that girl's head. Yeah. It's not nice. Yeah. He's not, um, he's, he's losing his investment into you. And he's not appreciating yeah. her because you've got to think on a, like not on a shallow level that she looks good, but the time she put into to look good for you. Yes. 
Well, um, I, you know, I, guys, we're, we, when it comes to males, we're in the bathroom, we're in and out. We're, we're, we don't take much time. Now, I'm speaking of a lot of men, all men. There are guys who take a long time in the bathroom, but I find my personal experiences, women take long in the bathroom to dress up, to look their best, to wash their hair, to dry their hair, to style their hair, makeup and all that stuff. And again, it's to come and feel appreciated. Yeah. And you put all that work in for your partner, your boyfriend, your husband, and he doesn't acknowledge it. And that's for you. It's you're not feeling loved. Mm -hmm. And part of being loved is being feeling that your partner is appreciating you. Exactly. So um, now, obviously, I've talked about um, what I want in a man. Um, the things I look for from my personal experiences and what works for me. Mm. Can you relate what I've said that I look for to situations you've been in with females? Yeah, definitely. Um, if again, 35 years and uh, many years of dating experience with women. And again, I've made mistakes and I, I and even though today I've all this knowledge I've gained from my experiences with women, I, I still going to make mistakes, but I, you refine the process and you try to uh, minimize any um, misunderstandings or issues between myself and the opposite sex when I go out and date. Um, everything that you said, um, to a degree I do know, um, but it's great that you tell me because it's a reassurance that the mindset that I've gained from my previous mistakes, that I try not to make the same mistake again. but. The main thing is true, which is when a woman speaks, don't talk, <laughs> just listen. And then when she feel like, and you can see, not just feel, but see that she's appreciating that you're listening to her and then she stops talking, that's when you interject. Now, everything that you say to her, my experiences, she may not like it, that means that maybe perhaps that you're not actually listening to what she's saying mm -hmm. and she's not understood yeah so again it's more of active listening uh problem solving that a man must do when it comes to understanding a woman and if you're not getting the results like you said in your past you need to look back and say to yourself, maybe I shouldn't blame my partners for what went wrong. Maybe there's something that I'm doing. So for me, at this point in my life, I'm still refining the process. And for every woman that comes into my life, that's not a failure, that's an experience. So for the next woman that comes into my life, then hopefully then I get a better outcome. Yes, and I think we spoke about this off the mic. It's about that person adding value yes. to your life, not yes. taking away. Correct, yeah. They need to be adding something to your life. The world is stressful and enough and hard as it is. And we're going to come across hard situations in life, hurdles. So if we have someone by our side, they need to be helping us at our hard times as well as our good times. Um, and adding value to our lives, not yeah. making things harder and more stressful. Yeah, and it goes both ways. For for a man, he must invest himself, put his best foot forward to a woman. Now, if a woman thinks the same way, that she's putting her best foot forward, then it, it's a mutual understanding of expectations that if he's willing to put his 
effort into the relationship, then she should be putting her effort into relationship. And it goes both ways. If she's not putting her, her foot into it, she's not putting her butt in, in her best foot forward, then she's not the right woman for you. Yes. And then if the man is not doing the same thing, then he's not the right man for you yes. either. Don't be afraid to cut off a relationship. If you feel like it's not working for you, the best thing to do, once you've tried a few times, is to end it. Yes, yes. Would that be your opinion? Yeah. Experiences? And, you know, you shouldn't cut somebody off straight away because then you spend your whole life jumping from person to person. Yeah. People make mistakes. Um, but if they're sincere and genuine with that they made a mistake and they're willing to work it out, give them a chance. If they're showing that they're going to try. Yes. And they're willing yes. to show you. Yes. If they're not, you don't see any signs of them trying to change, make things better, mm. then you end it. Yes. Because it's only bringing more stress to yourself. And that's when you get stuck in a toxic cycle. Yeah. And, uh, with you know, it's all about energies, G. We, uh, we either, there's a flow of energy, right? So if... Like, I think I see relationships like magnets. If there is a, a relationship where there's two opposite polar, um, opposite um, energies come together and they push away, why fight, why fight it? Why try to force two magnets together mm -hmm. when they're not connecting? Yeah. So if you're not connecting with that person, there's plenty of fish in the sea. You simply move on and find that person that connects with you on that level. Yes, as Noel always says, sometimes even relationships are a case of trial and error and you learn from them and you bring it to the next relationship. Yes. Um, I think we've covered a lot there. We definitely will do some more of these um, kind of episodes in the future because there's so much we could go into, all the different angles you could look at masculine and femininity. Yeah. But this is kind of what we wanted to talk about today. Yeah, well, we, we summarised the pretty much... Uh, dating, right? It's the the process of uh, a masculine and feminine energy coming together. Yeah. The man doing what's uh, natural to him and what's mm -hmm. natural to a female. But then it's also the other things, which is uh, listening, um, feeling protected, yes. feeling reassured, which is what the woman wants, or G was explaining. Mm -hmm. And if the man is able to go into this and follow these, these this path, you will have a better outcome when it comes to courting a woman. Yeah, you'll build a much healthier relationship That's and all right. the girls are gonna want you. you oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, with that guys, I hope you guys enjoyed a very informed episode on dynamics between males and females once again. Yeah, we hope you enjoyed and we will be bringing some more on these topics soon, but I reckon we'll change it slightly for the next episode. Yes, yeah, so we'll get more into the, the depth and the crux of things. But again, if you guys have any ideas or any thoughts and you want to put forward... Yeah, please let us know. Yeah, reach yeah. out to us, guys. Let us know what you guys like. So when we are recording these episodes, the stuff that you actually want to listen to and they're not a load of crap. Yes. yes. <laughs> and if you've got this far... Thank you so much, and we will see you on the next episode. Take care, guys. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>